0: of a future lockdown.
2: Hospitals overwhelmed. 40, 45 people that are on stretchers, on life support. New Washington scandal.
1: I would walk out of very important people's office in tears.
2: Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. More than 77,000 coronavirus cases in the U.S. yesterday, shattering the old one-day mark by 10,000. Several cities and states have already acted to roll back reopenings. But as CBS's David Begno tells us, in some spots, even tougher measures may be needed.
0: The mayor of Miami, Francis Suarez, says he's meeting with business leaders today to talk about the
2: possibility of shutting down again.
0: I also want to stress to them the severity and the seriousness that we find ourselves in. Florida does not have a statewide mask mandate, and there's still intense resistance to masks. In Utah, there was a county meeting about
2: masks for schoolchildren that was adjourned early because the meeting itself was in violation of health guidelines. We are supposed to be physically distancing, wearing masks. Georgia's Republican Governor Brian Kemp is suing Atlanta to try to block the city from enforcing a mask mandate. Kemp has banned local governments from issuing those kinds of orders. Keisha Lance Bottoms is the mayor of Atlanta.
1: I am not afraid of the city being sued, and I'll put our policies up against anyone's any day of the
2: week. Texas reported 129 COVID-19 deaths yesterday, a new high. CBS's Janet Chamlian says some parts of the state are getting additional doctors and nurses from the Army and New York State.
1: In the overwhelmed Rio Grande Valley, COVID patients are spilling into the hallways, and a conference room is a temporary morgue. Dr. Ivan Melendez says it's almost too much to bear.
0: I know people hear these stories over and over, but it's very different when the person that you're putting in a body bag is your next-door neighbor for 50 years, your mom's best friend.
1: The situation's so dire, four Texas counties have ordered refrigerated trucks to help store bodies.
0: Dr.
2: Anthony Fauci tells Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg it's time for the U.S. to regroup and call a timeout to get control of the virus. And about a possible vaccine. We should know as we get into the mid to late fall, whether we have candidates that really are safe and effective. Zuckerberg condemned the federal response to the pandemic. Republican Maryland Governor Larry Hogan is also sounding off. Those are some of the biggest mistakes that the president made throughout this pandemic, and that was not following the advice of the experts, the doctors, the scientists. As CBS's Stephen Portnoy tells us, the White House is keeping up the pressure on schools to reopen in the fall. The president's spokeswoman says Mr. Trump believes online learning is not enough.
1: Kids being able to attend each and every day at their school. Uh, the science should not stand in the way of this. Press Secretary Kaylee McEnany went on to say that the science is on the side of schools reopening. Follow the science Open our schools.
2: There's new trouble for Washington's NFL team. After appeasing critics by pushing ahead with a name change, CBS's Nicole Killian says the organization is now facing accusations of sexual harassment.
1: It really took most people no time to comment on my appearance. Emily Applegate is one no of 15 women who spoke to the Washington Post describing a culture of sexual harassment and verbal abuse by former members of the Washington NFL team's front office. I was so embarrassed that I was being treated that way in front of people. Five ex-employees, including some who were part of owner Dan Snyder's inner circle, are accused of inappropriate language and unwanted sexual advances.
2: Sexual harassment has just been commonplace in that that office for upwards of 10 or 15 years.
1: Reporter Will Hobson broke
2: the story. Uh, Inappropriate remarks about certain body parts. Women have been encouraged to dress low-cut blouses, tight skirts. Analysts at Moody's predict global airline passenger demand won't bounce back to pre-pandemic levels until the end of 2023. In a report, the firm says the development of a vaccine is key to the recovery and more government help will be needed to ensure airline survival. The pandemic has prompted an urgent need for blood donations. Red Cross CEO Gail McGovern tells Evening News anchor Nora O'Donnell 37,000 blood drives have been canceled and 13,000 donations a day are needed to catch up.
1: They can't perform life-saving surgeries. Trauma patients need the blood supply. People that are receiving chemotherapy need life-saving platelets. We hate it when we have to ration the blood supply.
2: The fire on a Navy warship at a San Diego naval base has been put out. Rear Admiral Philip Sobeck says now experts can get a closer look. Now that things are starting to cool off, we can go and actually assess what the real issues are. Obviously, you can see sort of mangled metal, and so uh, we'll assess that. He says he believes the ship can be repaired, but it's not clear a project like that would be undertaken. Also in California, the city of Oakland has agreed to pay nearly $33 million to settle lawsuits over the 2016 fire in a warehouse called the Ghost Ship that killed 36 people during a party. The building had been illegally turned into a residence for artists and flammable materials were stored there. Mary Alexander is an attorney for some of the families involved.
1: The city had hundreds of contacts with the Ghost Ship the fire, and yet they did nothing. They turned a blind
2: eye. Republicans have been scaling back convention plans for Jacksonville because of the pandemic, with only delegates allowed in the first three days. Political correspondent Ed O'Keefe says Democrats preparing for Milwaukee are telling delegates and others to stay home. Representatives for the Democratic National Convention in recent days have told
1: lawmakers and other party leaders that they should not plan to come to Milwaukee in August. Just about the only thing that will go on in Milwaukee is the formal nominating acceptance speeches by Biden, his running mate, and then a few other addresses by prominent party leaders.
2: Sporting a new goatee and looking well, Jeopardy host Alex Trebek showed up in a Twitter video to update his health. He is battling stage four pancreatic cancer. I've been continuing my treatment and it is paying off, though it does fatigue me a great deal. My numbers are good. I'm feeling great. Vintage episodes of the show are airing now. Trebek turns 80 next Wednesday. How low can mortgage rates go? Records keep getting shattered.
1: 30-year mortgage loans have fallen below 3% for the first time in five decades. The real estate data firm CoreLogic says refinancings from January through April more than doubled compared to the year before. Economist Gus Fauché says that's what the Federal Reserve wants to see.
2: They want interest rates to be very low. They want to support the housing market to support an economic recovery. They want homeowners to be able to refinance.
1: Lower interest rates mean people have more money to spend elsewhere. Pam Coulter, CBS News.
2: In China, there's been a public apology from Burger King after state TV reported one location used expired ingredients. The report prompted inspections at a number of Burger King outlets. The country has cracked down on food safety after a string of scandals. That's the World News Roundup for Friday. The broadcast produced by Paul Ferry. I'm Steve Kaithin, CBS News.
1: You can listen to Happily Never After Dan and Nancy early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.
2: Always on the go. Now you can take CBS Mornings with you. Wake up to your daily dose of news and interviews with today's leading figures in politics, business, and entertainment in the CBS Mornings On The Go podcast. It's available every weekday wherever you get your
0: podcasts. Hey everybody, John Stewart here. I am here to tell you about my new podcast, The Weekly Show. It's going to be coming out every Thursday. So exciting! You'll you'll be saying to yourself, "TGIT." Thank God it's Thursday. We're going to be talking about all the things that hopefully obsess you in the same way that they obsess me: the election, economics, earnings calls. What are they talking about on these earnings calls? We're going to be talking about ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. And I know that I listed that fourth, but in importance, it's probably second. I know you have a lot of options as far as podcasts go, but how many of them come out on Thursday? I mean, talk about innovative. Listen to the weekly show with John Stewart